Welcome to the Unsouthern Bells podcast, a place for those who seek progress instead of tradition. If that's you, we might be your people. And we are here on episode one of the Unsouthern Bells. This is our introductions. I'm Angela. Renee. Allie. And uh, this one is just a brief overview of what we are, who we are why we are, what we are, that kind of stuff. Because I have no idea. (laughs) Extremely brief because I'm still confused. (laughs) (laughs) I don't, I don't understand the technology. Renee always asks what she needs, what she wants to be when she grows up. I feel like Allie's the youngest and probably the most together. That's not fair. (laughs) Don't put that on me. (laughs) Like, as I sit here discussing how I work for a tech-based company and I'm the one trying to figure out Zoom. But here we are. (laughs) I Zoom for work. Um, So one of the things that I wrote down for this episode specifically was to discuss the reasons for deciding on this platform. And for me, I've been wanting to do a podcast for a while about my hippy-dippy, witchy, weird stuff um and this kind of will encompass some of that because um you two also have the same interests so we kind of will talk about that and like share our knowledge and experiences that we've kind of picked up along the way with other people um that's kind of my thing about podcasts they're really easy to listen to in the car and we all travel for work or you know or sit at home like Renee gets to work from home for three days a week and she can just listen to people talk podcasts. You might, a, a normal per or a neurotypical person can do that, comma, but in a Renee. <laughs> I can't even have music on on a good day. Oh, wow. Yeah, I know. Really? Mm-hmm. Silent. Why do you drive or, like that? No, like at home when I'm working. Oh, when I'm driving, okay. I listen to books on I'm gonna date myself books on tape I mean CD <laughs> I, I can I can actually attest to seeing those books on CD and I thought you were joking she gave me some oh I my gave God. one to Allie yesterday wow you were <laughs> serious you can get them at the library did you just say library you can get them at the library Georgia some Georgia Southern I swear no that would be library oh. Oh, yes, library. The that makes library. me think of libations, and that is not the same thing. <laughs> well, not at all. It makes me want to drink, but I think that's what that is, right? Yeah, libations, know. yeah. See, sometimes I don't know all the words. Um, even when I know the words, like, my brain decides to, like, and not it remember. It, and then yeah. and I can't remember, and then I mix words, and then I make things up. And why am I here on this platform? Because you made me. <laughs> so... That, that's kind of true. I did. I did make you. Um, it's fine. We're, we're going to be fine. It's and fine. Allie is like, Allie is like so up for anything. She's the person that would probably get me in trouble. Truth. Truth. Because if I ever had an idea that was like remotely possibly suspect to not be a good idea in the long run. I'm Allie going with be, you. Let's yes. do it. <laughs> like. You know, that time I took Rosemary from the side of the road, or not the side of the road, but like. In front of a 
restaurant yeah, and I did. established business in the middle of town. I took Rosemary. That sounds like a great idea. Like a whole one or like a piece of one? Twigs. I, I took twigs and then I rooted them. Yeah. That's not a problem. See, Allie, no Allie is like the devil on my shoulder. <laughs> that's horrible. Um, but like, that's the thing. So that's how this all kind of started is, you know, I was like, I want to do this thing. And I've been wanting to do it for years. And to talk about this specific group of things. And Renee's like, but I can't do that. And Allie's like, let's do it. I'm in. <laughs> right. So we just go all in. Um, Bless it. So the reason that we are the Unsouthern Bells, which is kind of obviously a play on, you know, the Southern Bells, is because we aren't good Southerners. We are Southern, but we're just not typically Southern, like in the ways you think of Southern people. Um, I didn't do research, but how do people think of Southerners? Um, like I think of Hick because I'm surrounded <laughs> by a lot of people with. Yeah, like the stereotype that we are subjected to day in and day out of our lives of, you know, the, like we do. You with know, them. the heart of Dixie. That's what people think we are, the heart of Dixie. You know that TV show? I love that TV show and I can't get volume three because it, it's like a thousand dollars. So I have one, two and four and I had to watch it on TV. Oh no, I can't with y'all on the, the Southern TV. TV. I'm, I'm, I'm it's totally making fun of us like it's like yes. oh, they're all a bunch of idiots but. who are concerned with junior league okay but but that's what i'm talking about is that is like like and it's not just that it's stereotypically southern it's that it's stereotypically southern and kind of true to certain people well and then also this is the, the thing that gets me is it's it's kind of i don't want to say safe but it's just kind of like, oh, I know that place. I live there. It's kind of yeah. like coming home, but on a different level because, you know, they all but break out into song and have flash mob dance sing along things. I mean, I, because I'm more for reality. that. Right. Um, <laughs> I feel like I'd be cooler with that than some of the stuff we have to put up with here. Yeah. Um, it's and just it's, silly enough to not be real to kind of take it away and be all like, okay, I can watch this in, in the background and just, you know. Chill. I can laugh at Southerners too. <laughs> well, and you know, I kind of like that's that's our whole thing, right? Like, I'm from Alabama. Like Angela, I am from Alabama. Um, Renee is from Georgia. Like Georgia, Georgia, and Allie. Georgia. And I'm from Mississippi. <laughs> so we are quintessential Southern women. But we do not fit the mold of Southern women very well. Like around the edges. We're a little more um, outspoken, free spirited, aggressive. <laughs> That's just you. Yeah, you're, I'm only aggressive in certain things. Leo. That, I'm, aggressive, I'm aggressive in my head and toward my husband, not at, but not toward him, but kind of he gets that because he's my soft, safe space. And so you know, you, you don't say and do certain things in certain company. Oh, because we were taught to be ladies. Exactly. So he gets all of it. Cause he's not. Mally's shaking. Boy. She's like, no, <laughs> I know, that's why I need you people. I, right. Like, like we all make having to 
be, yes, we, we all make one whole like functional adult. Well, I, I wouldn't go that far. I wouldn't uh, either. <laughs> I feel like if we pull, we pull each other in the, in different directions. So like True. when, when I do something that maybe isn't aggressive enough and Allie's like, just do it. Damn Go it, for just it. Do it. Take him down. You can do this. Damn it, yeah, she's absolutely. I bet you won't hit him. I bet you won't hit him. <laughs> yeah, like that's what we need is like the redhead right. in the back. Right. You know, Egg taunting us into, yeah. Um, I mean, I know that growing up, my mom was definitely the, you have to wear your, put your face on and get your hair, like, make sure your hair's up. Don't leave the house without looking a certain way. Make sure that you always are nice. Um, and nice does not mean kind. And I learned that as an adult, we, you know, hear all these things about, well, you always need to be nice. No. Nice. When Angela speaks about certain people and certain times oh, in her life God. she goes way southern with that <laughs> oh, accent yeah so right. that'll happen <clears throat> real bad but my mother is really southern so if i quote mama it comes out angela marie like Me. i can't help it it's totes a thing that's why i don't go by alicia because every time i hear alicia lay in my head it's like Oh, mom. <laughs> it's so funny. My youngest sister is Alicia Elaine, but we call her Alicia Lane. Mm. <laughs> My Elaine. Alicia Lane. Alicia Lane. <laughs> That's precious. And something. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely Southern. I have no memories. Also, I, I, I never got in trouble. So they never of had to call not. me by all of my names. I was literally in a book most of the time. So, and, you know, being groomed for how to act, respond and be, wasn't mm. so much have your face on. It was um, being a Southern Baptist minister's daughter and granddaughter. There were certain behaviors that you could and couldn't do couldn't couldn't say mm -hmm. you know you literally I, I can't tell you how many funerals I've been to um you there's a time and a place for everything yeah that that absolutely is um quintessential southern right there like the the going to funerals I don't know that if other places do this or if it's you know us growing up you know religious or southern if it's both I went to a lot of funerals mm -hmm. like and you always take a dish like why why do we do that I don't I don't do it as an adult like if I don't know you super well I'm not gonna go to your funeral that's just weird to me yeah <clears throat> and the vid has helped a little bit with that because yeah the vid really, helped me with a lot of stuff because I, right? I was made for this shit I don't, I don't participate in the I things like for like six months I didn't leave the house Literally, Andy worked work. and he he was out for a month, but he went back to work and then he would go, you know, get the provisions. And I was all over that. If I don't have to wear a bra or shoes, color me there. Yeah. <laughs> I went to work because I needed a break from my children. That's another really unique thing about all of us. We are all in very different stages of life. Guys. Yes, you know, we yeah. talked about yeah. that. I'm, I'm edging out of. Right. I'm edging out of my forties, <laughs> Renee. And Angela is 
edging out of her thirties and, <laughs> and Allie has just edged out of her twenties. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to leave that like, there for just a second. Yeah. That's we'll have just, a moment of silence. Yeah. A moment of silence <laughs> for our loss. <laughs> for some like, I'm about funerals. Yeah. Oh, Lord. Also side note, I got an email the other day about <laughs> how active, did I share this with you? I, I told somebody, maybe Andy. I don't think it was me. Um, it literally said that senior, no, what was it, life? <gasps> you did, the living facility. Yes, worst memory ever. It was something about a senior living facility. They target or include 55 plus. Less than nine years, people. What yeah. the heck will happen now? I, I don't math a lot, but that's not, no, no. I don't no. know that people retire at 55. Like, that seems kind of close for me. I'm pretty sure it's 65, guys. I'm pretty sure. I thought it was 72, but side note, they mentioned that by then, most of the people have paid for their house. Really? Because you got your house when you were 20 or 25, like the average. 30-year mortgage. I am 33. So by the time I'm 65, it should be paid off and but I should not- have my pension. But not 55. I mean, if no, you but double up on payments or, you know, yeah. or doing really well with your money. Right. <laughs> yeah, not not me. Um, <laughs> so it's funny because I also wrote down on my notes for this um, is when I grow up, I want to. And I know that is such a running thing for all of us where it's like, what am I going to do when I grow up? And then I, you know, obviously we're all adults, like we're all right. grownups, but I'm not exactly doing what I feel like I should be doing. We're all like pulled in these directions of, you know, dream job or whatever. Um, but I think for all three of us, I can say <clears throat> that stuff in this realm of career path is definitely more what we are geared towards. Yes and I no. Disagree. I disagree. I'm yes and no. Like the healthy, so, healthy people? That Renee, yeah, she, Renee's like she's that. trying to act like she's not, but she totally is. Like, I don't care what she says. But have you guys ever seen P.S. I Love You? Yes. He told you about this movie. I know that movie will make you ball every single time. But have you ever seen where she's like trying to decide what she's going to do next with her life? I am. And it's like, I am. What's no, you cannot be a vampire <laughs> I would be a vampire hunter. Let's do yeah. that. I'm yeah. No, you can't be a vampire hunter. No, you would not be a good and I can't remember what else he says, but it's like yeah. all of those things. It's like, oh, you're so mean. Look, Why would you take that from her? The side <laughs> note of that movie, when it came out back in the day, um, it was very parallel to our relationship because we've been together for 30 years, married 25, happily married for 25 one <laughs> because the first year I didn't want to be married the second year he didn't the third year neither one of us did and by the fourth year we had gone through a lot of life and counseling and so I forget when that came out but I remember feeling like I was her and then the next moment when he was like you know dead I'm like sobbing <laughs> I can't even and this is why I don't watch movies like that period 
I mean, I've seen it, obviously, but goodness, I just don't do the movies that make me feel feelings that are anything other than terrified, disgusted. Because life terrifies me, and Mm. I'm traumatized just because I'm breathing. Well, no, that movie terrified me. Okay, guys, could you imagine? Like, just take a set, just take a second, and you know how I feel about walking in other people's shoes, but like to lose your soulmate of that many years, the only person that like has okay. been there step for step okay but why would i want to feel that give me a horror movie yeah okay maybe okay I give, give me the gory see i don't it do gives you the appreciation emotions. though that that's that i don't do my own emotions but i can cry for you and i can cry at that hallmark commercial and i can tear mm-hmm. up when a song <clears> hits but i can't do my own um, I can't be that. Oh, guys, horrible. this took a depressing ass turn. I'm just gonna <laughs> say, <laughs> Allie's gonna call us out. Have you met me? I live in reality. We had a whole conversation I'm, about I'm, death, like, right? <laughs> I think I might want to be a death doula, but the hours are kind of shitty. Yeah, you don't get to pick and choose that. You can't be no. like, oh no, you need to. Make I'm it sorry, I'm too. busy today. I'm booked. No, you can't do that. Why not? We could be the Green Reapers. Let's do that. That's oh, kind of not what this is. That's kind of <laughs> not what this is. I, I do not. I cannot. What do the angels that. of death have a carry men to Valhalla? <laughs> I mean, I I, I'm thinking Slayer. Can we just have Slayer? I, I, y'all can do the angels of death thing and I'll just listen to Slayer in the background because I don't want to deal with dying people. That makes me not okay. Like I am a big baby and I avoid things that make me feel feelings because feelings to me are not good and vulnerable. Mm-hmm. Can't be vulnerable. Mm-hmm. I don't want to feel weaknesses. I need to feel oh. stronger. Mm-hmm. So what makes emotion equate weakness? Because I have my um, own issues with what I think is weak and it's not. It depends on what it is. If I feel like it's like bullshit emotions for the sake of like attention and you you know like I can't liberal not go into that uh that's not vulnerability that's manipulation and I don't like it and I don't ever want to come across that way so so any of that makes you feel as if you were yeah let me hold it all in it's fine so how authentic does that make you though because I'm all about at at this point Mm. in my life (laughs) I hope to facilitate and nurture transparent loving positive relationships or some shit like that but Mm -hmm. I mean I'm authentic authentic. with the people I interact with unless you unless I'm being paid to deal with you like at work obviously I have a customer service interaction persona Mm -hmm. um not that I'm does your voice change it's like a telephone voice it does Oh, hi. It's so nice to see you. Yeah, totally. Nice. <clears throat> Ooh, buddy, let me be in need of something from someone else. Hey, guys, my name is Allie, and I'm just wondering if you know how I can get a hold of X, Y, and Z. Mm-hmm. And I, I even twirl my hair. Like, I have to go that far into yeah. a character. To not be like, look, motherfucker, you know what I'm looking for. Just give it to me. <laughs> Don't make me come down there. I need one piece of paper. Just give me the paper. <laughs> like, right. I have to go really far off to get in the right place. <laughs> yeah. Well, I've always heard you're supposed to smile because they can hear your smile. 
That's absolutely true. So it I is. look stupid when I answer the phone at work, but when I answer the phone, I smile. Mm-hmm. And then people always laugh at me. They're like, why do you do that? Because it sounds like I'm happy when whoever's on the phone. Uh, yeah, no, me in real life is not that person. Um, I'm not extroverted at all. I want to live in my hole. Like, literally give me a hobbit hole with books. Mm-hmm. and I would live there peacefully. Mm-hmm. Um, somehow I work with the public for a living and that is a weird puzzle unto itself yeah like I don't even know how I ended up here but I mean I'm not bad at my job I just I was about to say you're good at it yeah it's just you know it's exhausting the same part uh yeah I didn't have to like facilitate them I just attended them right uh so you know technology um (laughs) Yeah, so like I actually I know that we you've talked about being a death doula. We know you know Allie's in some uh, some I just say boss bitch stuff because that's automatically what I think of when I think of what you do for a living. And like, I'm trying to get out of retail and more to towards like HR. So um, I feel like something kind of just hit me like a ton of bricks like we're all talking about what we want to be when we grow up and that's kind of something we joke about a lot but I don't think it's a it's a specific thing I think the whole point of what you're going to do when you grow up is the journey to die and that sounds morbid but well it literally it's the dash it's the in between and I, I asked the question what do you want to be when you grow up? Because it's kind of an icebreaker. I kind of care, but I kind of don't. I'm kind of looking to see if it might be something I want to attach to. And (laughs) I know who I want to be when I grow up. I'm getting there. And all things love and kindness. And all things love and kindness. And all things love and kindness. Oh, yeah. That time that customer had me outside and was like screaming in my face about not wearing a mask. I Uh legit like was removing anything T-Mobile branded from my body. Right. Because, you know. Don't make me take my earrings off. (laughs) Well, it was like that, only T-Mobile branded and away from any cameras. I'm not actually going to assault a customer. That would never happen. I mean, that was kind of my job for a long time. (laughs) So, like, I think that's the difference in, like, (laughs) the place of where we are in our current careers is... And I mean, I think that Angela, you feel partly called to your career, like certain aspects of it. Maybe oh, absolutely. Not like the leadership entirety. part, like the leading a team of people and to be motivating to that team of people. She just likes um, to delegate. That's I your jam. Don't, like, I, I'm learning that. That's new for me because I will this do all the stuff. Um, but I, I am delegating now probably more than I ever have. But um it's more like that inspirational leadership like showing someone what they're capable of doing and then watching them like slaughter a goal because they were nervous that they wouldn't hit it in the first place and they you know did all these skill building things to get super great at this one thing and then they look and they're like oh wow look what I did that's what I love about what I do right now 
that's your reward for it. Yes. Dealing with people is a very, very, very high price for me, though. Just saying. Okay, so in my career path, I have chose to deal with people that I don't have to be nice to. <laughs> like, and there's that's the difference. Smart. Yeah, so I believe in leaving people better than I found them, regardless. That's awesome. So I like to leave people better than I find them, but some people don't give me that option. And I have put me myself in a situation where if you don't give me an option, I don't have to feel bad about it because maybe this is what you needed. <laughs> so <laughs> if I if I accost someone, if I assault them, <laughs> then maybe oh, that, that was what you charge. needed at the moment. Maybe it was just a yeah. breath of fresh air. <laughs> Renee and I are not allowed to do that at our current places of employment. Well, my current place of employment, I, I can't do that. No. Unless no, like I see someone else being assaulted and then I could probably get a few licks in and it would be cool. But <laughs> I would avoid Why the goals? reports if You're right. possible. Um, but I am very much called to the position that I am in in my career. I love the position that I'm in in my career and it's it satisfies so many different parts of me. But on the other side of that coin, I also have a very serious job and we've spoke about this before amongst ourselves. Sometimes my job is so serious that I need the pretty frilly things. I need the artsy fartsy side and I need the hippy dippy to help restore my energies because it can take so much out of me so this is my calling very much my calling but at the same time I don't necessarily think you only have one and it doesn't mean that it can't get heavy at times or a lot yeah for sure because it can get heavy I I don't know that mine my thing exists yet or it's a hybrid of a lot of things or maybe it's just not embraced here in the south and that's a huge thing um (laughs) I think growing up pastor's daughter has a lot to do with that too um I think all three of us grew up you know in religious households I think yeah recovering southern independent baptist here (laughs) ma'am yeah I've been everywhere I'm like Johnny Cash over here but (laughs) right um but I think that plays a lot into it. And I don't know a lot of people who are of our age ranges and weren't raised somewhat religious, though. Um, like it was a tradition that, you know, our parents did, their parents did, like it would just kept going. So um, I think this generation is the first one to truly kind of question um, belief system <clears throat> that you know, have just been passed down that we take blindly and go, okay, let's go to the same church my grandparents did. We're but just see, like, that goes into like us being in different stages of our lives because I think it's also about the world that we've built for ourselves. See, in our group here, we're able to say that it's our generation that has questioned this. But whenever you look outside of your generation, I mean, how many of us have issues with friends who don't believe like we do? So all of a sudden we're out, we're cast out. Or, oh, yeah. I mean, I well, just, 
don't necessarily think like maybe our generations are more open to the idea of it, but I don't know that our generations necessarily. Oh no, they're definitely not open as a whole. Like if we were to say some of the things that we've said, you know, in our group chats or whatever, uh, publicly, like walking through the supermarket, like walking through Walmart, being like, oh yeah, la 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 la. This is, you know, this ritual. <laughs> yeah. We would, looks uh, good. Oh, yeah. Um, and even with people we, we are close to, like, you know, there are certain limits to, I mean, I had known my boyfriend for years and years and years before he knew that I had a other than typical religion, like, and I say other than typical, other than typical Southern person, or just not religious at all. Earth-based, a spirituality to you. Right. That's not. We, but like, I wouldn't even, I wouldn't even talk about it to people because <clears> it's like, <throat> everyone's going to judge me for that. And I don't feel like having to explain it to people. So I didn't, um, of course he didn't care. Like he embraced me, was like, that's awesome. Um. But I mean, there are plenty of people who I'm super close to that are like, oh, wait. So do you Say worship who? the devil? <laughs> like, no. Um, so I think that is a big thing about like the unsouthern of us. Um, yeah, let me just kick in right here. One of the huge ten- tenements of satanic belief is mm-hmm. self-preservation. So what's ironic to me And this is not even the spiritual, this is not even going into the religion, but it's just ironic to me of it's like the average whole, do you realize how, how much of what you say and what you do leans toward that? But I'm over here Mm. loving the sunrises and the moon and the don't even know and all the rocks and the flowers. And I'm the one that's going to die and burn and go to hell. Yeah, I, we love all the things, but we're of, we're the evil ones. Mm-hmm. Um, or, or the liberal side. Like Andy read this thing oh. on Facebook about uh, you're a liberal if avians like you want people to be able. You know, your no child should have to go to school and worry about being shot. Check. I'm a liberal. Like all these things that are just common good things. Like if that's what a liberal is, okay, color me there. Yeah, you know the fact that. I don't think that a child should wonder if they can eat lunch at school that day. Yes. Um, I don't think that a child should suffer their parents. um, If someone has the ability to provide something, Mm -hmm. uh, that's kind of my system. Um, I believe that that makes me a libertarian, though. Uh Does that not make this partly libertarian because like for me socially I'm extremely liberal I mean if it doesn't bother me if it doesn't interfere with my life then what does it bother me like do you boo whatever you mm-hmm. like yeah I don't want to marry um, one I want but if you want to do go for it if you like it I love it whatever I'll, I'll be at your wedding cheering right, along but right? I, I will officiate but I'm just saying everybody should have the the capability and the ability and like you said, Allie, if it doesn't affect you, move on. 
don't and, and I feel like it. yeah we all kind of fall into that um which for around here um is unheard of let's yeah, just say like, like that's not like, okay like, we can't openly talk about this I I can't talk I have you know people that I'm friends with that have completely opposite political views most of my family has opposite political views and we just know not to talk about certain things I say we know but some people still insist on you know sending me um Trump videos I don't understand that but whatever um I change my mind all right <laughs> um that is like some cult-ish if I've ever seen it but then there's that yeah um but I'm not super conservative and you're not super super conservative either of you so um one we aren't super conservative we have religion spirituality that does not fall in line with what would be typical for this area and we don't tolerate hatred which is like the cherry that goes on top so um so that's bad how I mean it's not to us but to hear other people talk about it right but that that's what confuses me most and I I think it comes back to how Allie said if it doesn't bother you move on but for some reason they get up on that hill and that's, that's the one that they're going to go down on. And then that's why I wanted to do this. Like I wanted us to come together and say these things. Cause there are other people that may agree or, you know, like be leaning towards what we're talking about, but not know that they can even express that voice because, you know, for a long time, I just knew not to talk about certain things in front of anybody because I would automatically be like shunned Mm -hmm. or not believing like everyone else. So, you know, I just didn't tell people about stuff. So. And for me, that falls more on like a personal values type thing. Like I can really get into personal values, but like whenever it comes to politics, I don't know. I think I'm probably much more conservative than you guys. But I think that has a lot to do with what I've seen and where I've come from. But like socially, I feel like I'm extremely liberal, but financially, I'm extremely conservative. That's why I think I'm a libertarian. I just don't know what I am, guys. I just don't know if there's a thing. <laughs> what do we have to label everything? The thing about labels, I hate labels, but they help me if I understand them or my perception of them, it helps me to categorize and, and make sense and connect. You know, if well, someone says me, I have ADD, I I'm like, like, oh, I got, yeah, I got, I got that check. But I feel immediately judged anytime I'm like, well, you know, politically I, I am kind of conservative because I think that people automatically think that means that I want to build a wall and think that black people suck. And that's not at all what I mean by it. No, right. It just means that I don't think that, socialism is a great idea i don't think medicare i don't think medical i don't think that medicine and medicinal stuff should cost as much as it does like it shouldn't be an astronomical thing when everybody needs access to it but i also think that there has to be some fair medium like where is the compromise here guys there has to be something and i just don't feel like any of us get real information anymore that which is why i choose 
to ignore it all. Like, I don't want to watch the news because I don't believe that I'm getting honest stories. You're here. not. You're not. They're like, all tainted. All, yes, it's all what I can they go want search to down. Yeah, I can go search down stories that cater to my mentality. And how do you and know what's real? It. And true. And I'll find it. And that's how we get overzealous idiots in the world. Because mm-hmm. I can find some idiot who will take my idea to the 10th power and run with it like it's on fire. Well, there's always <laughs> extremists in any any Exactly. So, like, I just don't like to get into it because it's just not even worth it. I mean, I hate politics. Mm-hmm. It makes and, people but, ugly. Okay. And being from where we're from... um. How many times do people walk up to you because we are all like Caucasian females? How many times do people walk up to you and assume that you're on their side? That you are, yes. Like it happens. Now, when my hair was pink and purple, not so much. Like that, that kind of <laughs> deterred a lot of that. But now that, you know, it's back like a normal dark brown, brown color. People will be like, oh, can you believe that music is so loud? And they are, yeah, through the parking lot, lady walked up and was talking some super racist stuff. And I was just like, are you kidding me right now? Mm-hmm. And, and there, I, I, I understand that you can't make anyone see your point of view or come follow you down any road based on what you say in a, in a little exchange. But I do believe that silence is compliance mm. and violence on its own. And so I can't not at least say, Oh, well, that doesn't bother me or like, absolutely. but I, I, I can't with these people for the most so, part. I can't. I can't even say that. Like I can be like, really? Cause I think you're what's wrong with the world. <laughs> And this like, is why we all need an alley. So it's, it's funny because Renee is like tiptoeing in the water. I am like knee, not knee deep, but like ankle deep. And Allie's like bumping in. Yeah. Are your eyes, just, are her eyes, she's up. Because I'll straight up just absolutely not. I am not what you think I am. But Allie would like offensive or not. What? Now you're the what? one that's wrong, bitch. <laughs> I think you have a bigger problem than them. I don't know who taught you to act like this. <laughs> yeah. Like, like you didn't have any raisin. And I think that <laughs> we, obviously we are all three very Southern, like Georgia, Alabama, Mississippi. Like we're from the South. We sound like we're from the South. Um, but our, you know, interests, the moral compass that we have developed individually as we come together like we realize like we're not like the others and I kind of just you know that's something I want to share with the rest of those that are like us and I know several um that locally are like us and aren't quiet about it either like one of the great things about being a parent is to watch my children go I want to go to a Black Lives Matter protest. Like when my son wanted to do that last year, one, we were still in the middle of a pandemic and I was worried about the safety of him going and it was actually super safe. But when my kids start like having cares that are relevant in the world, like it's not, then it's not just there are more people like us, then it's like there are people coming up behind us. And that's, that's huge to me. 
So if our voices can be, you know, educational or uplifting or, or anything motivational to someone else who doesn't feel like they can be seen or heard because we live where we live, that's, that's all I want. Honor, empower, motivate, inspire. Yep. That's a good one. I like that one. Just call me Emily. <laughs> or or, e. no, or Dr. Seuss. Dr. Seuss. <laughs> that was incredible. Oh, I am. <laughs> oh. Or maybe don't call me Dr. Seuss. Never mind. Let's just back out of that. Oh. It is oh, yeah. you, Dr. Seuss. <laughs> well, that, that's going to, we'll leave it in here. But we, we, that's we what all he know. Said. <laughs> we'll leave it in. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and this is why the three of us get along so well as we uh are definitely weird um senses of humor more like shiny. Uh, yes the shiniest is so true for all of us um it's funny we're at the end of I actually take ADHD medicine and we're at the end of my day and I did not take my second dose so we're just we're flying by the seat of our pants on this and I'm the one pushing the button and that is terrifying um but I mean it's it is what it is we're all three super different and somehow the same and it's heartwarming to have found your people and want to have a a group podcast where you discuss things that are important to you and that's kind of what this is so um what are, I don't I don't know the time frame that we're working on here because it doesn't tell me how long we've been recording this which is a little questionable I know we said we were going to start at seven we did not get started at seven because I didn't know how to work the damn thing um but I feel like this is a good kind of introduction to the three of us. Would you say? I think so. Okay. I have nothing more to offer. Renee's like, I don't know what to do with my hands. Um. <laughs> is there wine? If there's wine, I can talk. <laughs> Why is the wine always gone? Wait, is there no wine? I, I have wine. I don't drink wine, though. So I don't drink either, but Why I have Why are you so far away? Uh, well, I mean, you're the one who chose to live so far. Literally. But also, it's beautiful, and I love your house. So. Thank you, but you were here yesterday. You could have brought gifts. I mean, you I, did. You could have brought more. I could have brought like the wine the, that the I'm the not Hello. Yeah. Talk about Unsouthern. Southern. I mean, right? <laughs> you, you, you brought nothing but a plant. I did. <laughs> I did. Who does uh, that? Like, Even if they're small, we all had tokens. We all mm-hmm. have a little bit of, you know, is that a Southern thing? Is that a love thing? Is that a, I found my people thing? I think it's all three. Like, yeah. I think we've kind of embraced the good parts of being Southern and kind of mm-hmm. disregarded the crap that makes mm-hmm. it stupid. Narbs. That Take wasn't Southern for me. I was just like, yeah, look, this shit looks like them. I'm going to grab it. <laughs> look, it's rocks, which I've got you yeah. rock, a- Angela. Yeah, oh, yeah. That's gold. Yeah, I'm all for stolen rocks, <laughs> the hood and rosemary. Like, what are we doing? We're just things to share with our friends because that's what we I do. mean. If what we do is still herbs and rocks, like there are people who are selling cars and cocaine. Like, like we're doing okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I'm good with that. So, um, 
I think this will be the end of our first episode, which is kind of exciting. Um, I'm going to say thanks for listening. We absolutely want feedback from anyone who listens. Any comments? Allie's shaking your head. No. No, it's okay. We don't, need it. we don't need your don't bitches. Listen. No, we don't. <laughs> no That's the southern coming out. Let you me know how I can help you. <laughs> help me help you, damn it. Uh, but for real, like, we kind of like the idea of having these discussions that kind of dive deep into the southernness and the lack thereof when it comes to us and the like-minded of us um but i think on that this is going to be the end of episode one so goodbye guys hugs and kisses yeah <laughs> Allie just goes yeah peace out bitches you're an idiot you're an idiot i adore you all the bitches. <laughs> this has been a hookzilla production Thank you.